Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. And this is the Robinette's Nest. The nest. Haunted items. Haunted items. I want Mm. to read you a little bit of a story. Story time, folks. Story time with with Christy. There are so many different haunted items. We have a haunted item. We do? We do. I'm sure we have a few of them. And we've investigated several haunted items. However, this one started in 1702. And it started with a convicted murderer named Thomas Busby. Sounds like a Downton Abbey kind of like Thomas Busby. Yeah. He was about to be hanged for his crimes. And his last request was that he have his final meal served at his favorite pub in Thirsk, England. He finished his meal, stood up and said, may sudden death come to anyone who dares sits in this chair. And after that, for years, all the way until the early 1970s people who sat in the chair whether accidentally or on purpose sort of like challenging the curse unexpectedly passed away so eventually the pub owner donated the chair to a local museum in 1972 and the museum displays the chair still to to this day hanging five feet in the air so no No one one can can sit sit in it that makes sense So we had an incident when we moved into our house in, it was about five years ago. Correct. And we went to an antique shop. Yes. And Chuck (laughs) loved this potato chip can. Yeah. Way back in the days, potato chips sometimes came in these big cans, canisters. And so your grandparents had one of these cans. Yeah, we had a cottage in Canada, and that's what we put the birds in. And it was in a, I believe it was a new era potato. And they don't even make those potato chips anymore. But it was a new era can. And it was beige with black and uh, red ink, just like this one that we saw in this antique store. So I was like, okay, childhood, reminiscing, whatever. Had to have it. I don't know, I think paid, what, $10, $15 for it. I don't know. What was weird was, as we were at this antique store, I had this dizzy spell that had happened. And Chuck jokingly said, a portal? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I probably need lunch. Like, I'm trying to be a realist here. And so we ended up bringing the chip can can home, right? Whatever it is, yeah. And, like, immediately that night, we started hearing footsteps running up and down the stairway. True. So we were trying to sleep. Chuck yelled out thinking it was the cats, like, stop Knock it. Knock it off. And, but we kept hearing all of the stairway, you know, going up and down. So we're like, well, maybe it's the heat contracting because it was warm. And I, I wasn't overly concerned and I didn't think it was overly odd But as soon as we went, like we fell asleep, the footsteps on the stairway began again. And then they felt rushed and then they felt in a panic. And after getting up several times and nobody there, I just put blankets over my head. (laughs) 
Chuck doesn't wake up for anything. No, I can sleep through anything. So the next night, the footsteps started again. And I'm like, I think that we have a resident spirit. I didn't realize that it came with a chip can <laughs> at that moment. Buy a chip can, get a ghost. <laughs> so I actually, I was woken by a man and a woman having a conversation in our attic. We have kind of a big attic. Yeah, we, it's in the ceiling upstairs. And you pull like the trap door down and then you unfold the stairs and you can, well, you can't really stand in there, but I mean, it's a pretty high and deep attic. You can put a lot of things up there. So easy to get to. It's easy to get to. And you can hear when people are like up there, you know, yes, if we're putting something right. away, you know, you can hear it in the ceiling. And that's what we kept hearing this pacing and this whispering and it lasted for forever. And I was so tired and nothing happened, you know, again. So I was like, maybe we got raccoons or squirrels in the attic. That's and Ch true. Chuck was like, they whisper and they talk. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> we now have talking animals. So I think it was the next night. So I think we're now on like night three where I woke up to the whole pacing in the attic, up and down the stairway, conversations. They're a little bit more audible and um, then I was visited by a woman and her son who had told me their story. In spirit. In spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a real Yeah. No person. one knocking on the door at midnight saying, hey, that's my chip can. So she had said that they had hidden money in that chip can. And that was what their escape was to be from a very volatile domestic abuse situation and i think it was like the 50s or 60s yeah. is what it was i can't remember exactly but so then chuck was super excited because we never had opened we the never opened can. it there could still be money in there <laughs> was there no no so last weekend we ended up having a paranormal investigation at the Straight Farmhouse in Garden City, Michigan. Gosh, it was our first investigation in like two years. Yeah, because of the COVID pandemic. And so we had um, a great group of people. It was all women, mm -hmm. except for you and Ryan. Correct. And we have a resident spirit at that location who is supposedly Ralph, who had passed away in the house. He was 14 years old. Right. But there's a haunted doll there that's called Annie. And the display ended up being all dolls. It was yep. really creepy. They change the display every few months and do different things. It's like Halloween. They'll have it all decorated and things. And then Christmas. But yeah, there's dolls everywhere. Everywhere. So Annie had to play nice because she had to be in a case. And Annie, actually, when we get EVPs, which we get on recordings, and it's called Electronic Voice Phenomena, um, she actually has a man's voice. So it's not like a little girl's voice. So it's, it's kind of like a possession of something, you know, in the doll, if you right. will. And she used to, she's in a case because she used to kind of wander around the house and they would find her yeah. at different locations. And that was always fun. However, <laughs> we came home, didn't have, really have anything happen that night. Mm -mm. But the next night, what happened, Charles? I don't know what happened. All of our smoke alarms. Oh, yeah. Smoke alarms went off. 
What happened? We, we uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Jeez, that was like three days ago. Um, yeah, we have smoke alarms, and they're hardwired. Hardwired, so you know they're in the ceiling. They have electricity going to them. Each one of them, when they're all like kind of interconnected, there's batteries to them too, in case the power goes out, which we don't have to worry about because we have a generator. Right. But even so, if there's something wrong with it and the battery's low, then obviously it would beep. But the power is going to it and they're beeping. So one beeps and you think, okay, is it this one? And then you hear another beep and it's like, no, that one. And we have four of them upstairs, which we replaced a few months back before the beginning of summer and it's right and put new batteries in so you know we were good there we had everything clear there but they're going off every i don't know how many 30 seconds something like that one would go off then another one would go off and then we were chasing we were chasing them so yeah so i put clothes on went down got a ladder and i started taking them out of the, off the ceiling Twisting them off, I'd get one off, and then another one would beep in the other room. So I'd go and get that one. I had three of them because the last one that was up there was not beeping at all. So I thought, okay, we're in the clear. Had these three down. They were sitting in the hallway. Weren't beeping any longer. And then eventually. We fell asleep. We went right. to bed. Fell asleep and woke up to a beep. insistent right. beeping. It was beep, beep, beep. And this was what, like four in the morning? Three. Three, three, three fifteen. Of course. In it the was. morning. It was. The witching hour. The witching hour. So here, put some shorts on, grab the ladder, <laughs> take the last one down, thinking, okay, that's we're it. Good. We're good. They're the four nope. smoke detectors. Nope. And beep. So we're like, where is it? Is it one of these with residual energy still in it? Right. Or because of the batteries? Because we took the batteries out, I believe, too. We did. So that wasn't it. And then we realized it was up in the attic. There was a fifth, a fifth smoke detector up in the attic. Because we do have, we have baseboard heating in the house, on our side of the house. But upstairs, we have a furnace in the attic. In the air, we have central air in that. So smartly, they put a f- smoke detector up there. Sure, but we didn't realize that. it. We didn't know we it. We didn't know it, and we didn't replace it. But it got me thinking because it was so—I don't believe in coincidences, right? It was so coincidental connected to our investigation. And then this morning, I was getting ready for work, and I kept hearing a, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what is going on now?" Right, and nothing had been touched with my ghost with my box full of paranormal investigation equipment but there was my ghost box going off Mm -hmm. and there's no way that anyone could have touched it because it's like in a hard case so i think we might be visited by something else again wonderful and which just means I have to smudge, like, again, I'm going to go through, like, what do you do if you have a haunted object? Right. But so objects, I mean, we didn't, you didn't talk about this Mm-mm. in school, like in when you were young. Were you freaked out by dolls when you were young, though? Because I was. No, I really wasn't. I wasn't around a lot of dolls. I mean, for me, Stuffed as animals. a child. No, not really. I mean, when I was real young, I had a raggedy Andy. You know, and then I had 
GI Joes were like Barbies. I mean, they were big. They weren't the small things that they have now, the collectible figures and that. So I had a thing called a Captain Action. It was by Ideal. And you but put that wasn't things, possessed. But it wasn't possessed. I, but, you know, those were the only dolls that I had. I did have a Herman Munster hand puppet that scared the living hell out of me. I got for my seventh Maybe birthday. Uh, and I loved the Munsters. But the Munsters were in black and white for all <laughs> you that remember watching it. So this thing was green and kind of freaky looking. Look, you know, obviously like Frankenstein, Herman Munster. And I was really pretty scared of it. But no. So we, I, I never realized that an entity could go into an object or that energy could be so infused into an object until I kind of came out of my Lutheran school and realized that there was more because I had dolls and stuffed animals that were haunted they would move they would look at me it would freak me out mm -hmm. i'd have to put blankets over them i also grew up in a super haunted house True. so i think the energies kind of played with me as well but um so dolls have always freaked me out so that night i'm like oh my gosh not only do we have one haunted doll we have dolls and it doesn't mean that they were haunted by right. the way but it's interesting because on ebay people sell dolls claiming to be haunted claiming right. to be haunted there's no guarantee that they're haunted right no, well no i mean and they sell them for hundreds and hundreds of dollars and there's probably people that are buying oh them. people will buy them so it's to me it's like great marketing technique call something haunted yeah and we said that when we gave I'm when, we did, when we had your mom's estate sale we're like why don't we just call all of this haunted right well probably we there's a lot of things there it. that were haunted it probably was. dear god <laughs> but so some of the other kind of famous haunted objects of all time include annabelle annabelle the most scary movie about that which is actually a raggedy ann it's not that creepy doll it's not that they the show in the movie. Right, because Raggedy Ann would not look that sinister. Oh, my gosh. That would be, yeah, exactly. Um, we encountered this, and the Myrtle's Plantation in Louisiana has a mirror that apparently contains the spirit of a woman and her children. Interestingly enough, I have a picture that I took of the mirror. I did not realize that this mirror was haunted. Mm -hmm. And I have a picture of a man in it. And the reflection. Picture right. of a reflection of a man. And uh, there was nobody in the room with me. He's dressed in period clothing. Hmm. And I have a picture. When we went to Savannah. I have a picture of a reflection of someone in the mirror. Of a man. That kind of looks like Edgar Allan Poe. Which was really strange. Which I should show it to you. Yeah. It just I've showed up on one of you never did. No. It showed up on my memories. Um, well, doesn't that happen a lot? I mean, it seems like it. Maybe I'm wrong, but a lot of times mirrors, it's not that someone's necessarily trapped inside of a mirror, but that they're haunted for some strange reason. Well, mirrors are used for scrying, like crystal balls are. Yeah. Black mirrors. Like, do you ever used to do like the Bloody Mary? I did, and I was an only child, so we weren't in a, Like with friends? Yeah, no, we never did a Bloody Mary. I don't even know. The only Bloody Mary I knew was the kind that my grandparents were drinking on a <laughs> Sunday morning. But no, I mean, in those days, you know, when I was a kid, and, and even until maybe the last 10, 20 years, people didn't talk about hauntings and ghosts 
and freaky stuff like that. I mean, it wasn't as widespread as it is now because of TV shows and, you know. So you would stay, like, it was this whole slumber party thing. Yeah. You would, like, go in front of a mirror, and you're supposed to say, like, Bloody Mary three times, and up till 13 times, but typically three times. And then you would have a spirit that would materialize behind you, so you would see the reflection. Some people did it with the belief that they would see what they would look like as an older person. Some people did it with the belief that they would see what their past life was. Some people would do it to believe, with the belief of they would see how they would die. Some people would do it, the Bloody Mary part of it, to see the Virgin Mary. Weird. Yeah. I've gone my whole life without even knowing that. So now I just learned something. <laughs> and hell no, I would not have done it. But it's a scrying technique. So we used to do it all the time. Really? Now I think maybe I brought stuff home with me. You might me. have. Yeah. I'm not realizing that it's, you know, like using like a Ouija <laughs> board or using, you know, tarot cards or a pendulum or whatever that you need to protect yourself, you know, from it. But mirrors, we've had a lot of different investigation right i remember that like at the top of a stairwell you know if it's in the wrong area and and it a creates, few times that's happened it creates a portal or right. like an elevator to the other side which is weird it is weird but i'm always so hesitant at and we've gotten involved in a lot of haunted item mm -hmm. investigations where they call and they say my house is haunted and we go there and we're like it's that desk right or it's that mirror and it's not like get rid of it. It's like, okay, you need to cleanse it. And I'm not talking about pledge. <laughs> so spick and span. <laughs> negative attachments are real. Energies that aren't in sync help to make um, life unpleasant for us. Energies that are, are in sync. And I'm not talking about like Justin Timberlake in sync. Wow. They help wow. to make life tick pleasantly. Okay. So whether it's furniture, jewelry, clothing, a vase, whatever, uh, you need to sort of cleanse it so it lessens your chances of negative energy. I didn't think we would have to do that with a potato chip can. Though. No, I wouldn't have thought that either. So you can you can cleanse it by burning sage or cedar. You can put it out in a full moon. You can put it out in the sunlight. You can put it in sea salt. You can sacred breathe on it, asking to cleanse and blow away all the negativity. I heard of that one. You can visualize, so you hold the object and you visualize your guides and your angels cleansing it. Crystals are really great to put around it, so selenite, blue kyanite, snowflake obsidian, it kind of releases, and some essential oils like rose or peppermint or basil or cypress can also help kind of cleanse it. Okay. So anytime, because we have a lot of stuff from vintage places. True. That is fact. And so every time I have always cleansed it, I just didn't cleanse a potato chip can. Like I have, I don't know if it's an old wives tale or not, or if I feel like it's just bad, bad luck. I don't really believe in luck, but bad luck. 
is like I wouldn't buy somebody's wedding ring. Oh god, no, I wouldn't either. No. Whether no. it was death or divorce. Right, regardless, one way or another. No, I wouldn't do that either. Because it was made or, or actually for someone else. And then Unless it was I mean, someone I knew. Or or it was handed down, like Correct. whatever. That's different. But to actually somebody you don't know. Like go to a pawn shop right. or an estate no. sale. No. No, and I think that's a lot of things with any kind of jewelry, regardless of it's costume jewelry or what. I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. I wouldn't buy you. Or wedding dresses. Or a wedding I, dress. I don't know wedding dresses. I don't think they would bother me nearly as much as a ring because you're really only going to wear the wedding dress once. Yeah, but if it was like it didn't go through. Yeah, maybe. I guess it would depend on the circumstance. But if you're wearing a, a, someone else's wedding band or wedding ring, I mean, you're wearing that every day for the most part. And it's like, yeah. that might be a different thing. But I, I don't think I'd worry even personally about the dress too much. But you never know. Who knows? Yeah, I, I I, don't think I would. I have a problem with, I sound like I'm high maintenance. Maybe I am. Maybe. Well, I'm realizing the older I am and I keep saying I'm not. Uh, I'm no, not you saying know what? Word. I think I am. Uh-huh. I have a hard time with used cars. Of the energy in a used car. I get that. I, I mean, I can understand that, especially in this day and age. And I've also had some kind of interesting readings from people who have purchased a car and then it ended up that somebody had died in it or there had been some sort of a circumstance. Or someone's house. You know, like I said, we mentioned that before. Our house when we lived in Livonia, someone died in the living room. Yeah, he only haunted us like once a year, though. Yeah, usually probably around the anniversary. He, it was date. about the anniversary, was, and, and that didn't freak me out. I mean, you never know. I guess now you have to. Well, at least in certain places, I know. What was it, California? You have to state that something yeah bad happened in the house or, or there is a apartment death. or yeah. that's got to be stated before someone can buy it. Because but, our daughter almost rented an apartment. Yeah, she was had looked at an apartment, and they were like, "It's not going to be ready yet." And then I was like, which apartment building are you thinking of? And she's like, this one, I'm so excited. Yeah. And I'm like, there was just a murder. Right. Was it like in the the bathtub or something? It was. It was in the bathtub. Crazy. So I'm like, so if you're okay with it, I wasn't really okay with it. I'm like, I will cleanse it. Right. But I wasn't really okay with it. And she ended up getting really, she's feisty anyway. She got really mad with, the leasing agent because she's like, why didn't you tell me? Right. And they're like, we don't really have to. No. We can just, you know, clean it, spick and span clean it. Right. And disinfect, do whatever, but yeah. But but apartments and co- how many people have died? Right. A lot. Sure. And houses too, you know, older houses, especially real old houses. Sure. Not all of it's sinister. No, no. But it is, I mean, like you go to Gettysburg, right? Well, that's a different story. There's so much mass death there. Yeah, that's crazy. But there's a lot of that energy that sort of absorbs into ghosts everywhere. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. But they also like haunted, talk about haunted things. Mm -hmm. We've had interactions with people who have said that their pets have like become possessed by a loved one on the other side. And I guess technically, yeah, technically (laughs) I could give you a, 
I could give you a name, but I don't really think I should give no, you a name. No, don't give any names. I've, I had someone close to us that said that their dog kind of turned into that person <laughs> and you could see their eyes and then they like went back and this person is completely normal hmm. and doesn't really even believe in a lot of this. I don't remember that. So. Okay. And uh, yeah. So I, be I believed him when he said oh, that. I can understand that. I mean, I can see that out. happening. And why not? You know, I mean, it's a crazy world out there, folks. <laughs> it's a crazy afterlife world and a crazy <laughs> this life world. Ah, you thought you were going to get rust when you pass away. No. Oh, I am getting rust when I pass away. You, you, man, you're going to be in demand on the I other side. I have put in my order that I want what i want and that's what i'm getting mm. i want vac i want vacation 24 7. i think i'm going to be a roadie for alice cooper playing on the other side that's you are <laughs> i won't ever see you i'll be on the road i guess that's okay because <laughs> i did ask for a pool boy oh, pool so. boy yeah you want a pool boy all right <laughs> well if you're going to be gone on the road uh, i don't i don't think they have roads on the other side who knows <laughs> i don't know i was just joking anyway but that would be fun Front row tickets every night. Dude, but roadies are working. Yeah, I know they're working. That's not, that doesn't sound like that much fun. That doesn't sound like fun. That doesn't sound like much fun. Maybe I'll sit by the pool too. No, <laughs> I don't like the pool. I'll think of something. You, you bet. You're not going anywhere anytime soon. Tonight I'm going to be laying at bed at three in the morning, staring at the ceiling, thinking, "What do I want to do?" But I on don't want to haunt an object. Like that's that was no. my whole point. Like I want to have an afterlife. I don't want yeah. to be like, "Yeah, I'm those artificial flowers." Over there. <laughs> That'd be fun. I'm gonna be that pair of headphones and that lamp and I'm gonna turn on all the time. Wow. Or I'm gonna be stuck in a mirror. I know they've got lots of horror movies, you know, connected. Well, that, that's with what that. I was thinking with the mirrors. I it seems like that stuff happens and that we've actually seen that stuff before. We have seen that besides stuff. all this goofy bloody Mary stuff that I wouldn't have ever done. <laughs> I guess maybe, you know, because Girls are so much tougher and stronger than I don't guys. know when, when, if it was a mixed crowd, not a summer party, but I remember seven minutes in heaven, but I don't ever <laughs> remember Bloody Mary. That's completely different. That's true. And I think I'd rather play the heaven game than the Bloody Mary, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Oh my gosh. I think I played it once and I never kissed anybody. Oh, I know. Jeez, you haven't lived. I know you probably had. I'm not you even. You probably played it a million we're times. We're not even going to go there right now. We don't have enough time. Oh, look at the clock. It's oh, about time to go. It's about time. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll save that for another day. No, we no, won't. we won't. Nope, I don't need to know. Uh, okay. Sometimes on a, I'm on a don't need to know basis. There you go. I'm okay with that. No vivid details. Although I'm a psychic, so I probably know anyway. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. Mm. Uh, so we're recovering still from the tornado. Yeah. My building was destroyed. My office building. Yeah, around here, just, you know, like a mile or two from us, it's like a war zone. It's just like looking at a hurricane. You know, when you see all that stuff in Florida and on the coast, when hurricanes go through, that's what it looks like. It is. Uprooted trees, trees broken. You know, it, it just... It's, it's unbelievable. But I'm super grateful. Got to move to a beautiful office building. True. And I'm liking it, just not the drive. It's like an extra yeah. 15 minutes. 
Yeah. Which isn't that bad. No, it's but there's, there's a lot of traffic in construction And I'm now. not used to traffic. I'm no. used to turkeys. Yeah, we could go to the back roads before. Not used to traffic. I, I'm used to seeing five cars. <laughs> now I'm you seeing see 500. Five cars, yeah. Oh, at least 500. <laughs> now that's what I'm seeing. That's what we're going to do next time. We're going to count cars. I'll oh, drive. Gosh. You count cars. No, I don't want to. That will just stress me out. Ah, probably. So when I found out that I have to have surgery on my foot. Damn. Uh, who's going to take care of me? I don't know. We'll have to ask some of our listeners, what are they doing this week and next week? Well, I'm not having I'm it just kidding. anytime no. soon. I'm going to wait no, a couple months. I know. Uh, he said it wasn't urgent, but it wasn't something it needs to be that done. I should wait for. So. That's crazy. Oh, Always something. Not cool. Always not cool. something here at the Robin Nuts Nest. So on that note, <laughs> if you have ever encountered a haunted thing, a haunted object, hmm. let us know. And maybe... Don't buy vintage potato chip cans, cans from the Antique Mart. Yeah, I guess that's probably a good idea. <laughs> My name's Christy. And I am Chuck. We are the Robinette's Nest. We are. I believe in you. Adios. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.